0: The name he came into the country with is not his name. But somehow they figured it out and they made it work. He had the gift. He had something to offer. And when you have something to offer, people will always make allowances for you. When you have something intangible, when you have a gift, when you have something that makes a difference in a way that nobody can compare, nobody can deliver, they will always make a way for you. You see, the law is the law. The process is the process. But when there needs to be an exception, trust me, they will make an exception. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the You Unleashed podcast with me, Femi Akemi. I'm your host, author, speaker, writer, coach. And it's a pleasure, as usual, to have you on the latest episode of this podcast. You know what I usually say? I'm a big believer that done is better than perfect. And when you think about it, what that really, really means is the secret to life and success has always been about starting. The hardest part of any task is actually starting. It doesn't really matter what it is. I was watching a comedy program a few days ago, Dave Chappelle, well-known comedian, and somebody asked him a question. And the question was, how do I get into comedy? And he said, there's only one thing I can tell you, just start, and when you start, don't stop. You have to keep going. There's a reason why you keep going. Number one is of course, you build the habits, you build the discipline, you build momentum. Momentum is one of the biggest keys to success because as you do things, you get used to it, you learn, it becomes second nature, you improve. And then secondly, people start to realize that you are serious about this. It's not a flash in the pan, it's not a fly by night. You really are serious and people become invested in you. People really start to care about you doing it and your success and they look forward to it. And number three, The more you do it, the more you separate yourself from the competition. You outlast the competition. And this applies for anything you want to do. It doesn't matter if you're an engineer, if you're a doctor, if you're an accountant, if you're a musician, if you're a singer. You just have to start and keep the reps in. By reps, I mean repetition. You keep going, you keep repeating. And it comes to a point where, boom, you wake up one day. And you know, you've forgotten more than a lot of people know about whatever it is you do. And that's why I'm a believer of done is better than perfect. And I just thought I'd elaborate on that just to remind everyone. Okay, back to the podcast for today. And today I want to share a very interesting story. And it happened about a month ago. And it's a story of a man called Hussein Abdul Kahin. Some of you may know where I'm going with this. Some of you may not go with, know where I'm going with this. But at the end of the story, there's a few things I'd like to pull out. I'd like to tease out for you. That means that we can all learn something from it. It's an emotional story. It's a gripping story. But it's a story with a happy ending. Now, Hussein Abdul Kahin, and for the purpose of the podcast moving forward, I'll call him Hussein. It was about nine years old. He was in Somalia and there was war. He grew up on a farm. There was war and his father was killed during the war. So his mom was left to raise him and his brother, twins. And you know what it's like in war. There's famine, there's a drought. And how on earth can a woman... In those particular times, the way it's set up, the way the economy is set up. And anybody, for that matter, raised two kids and keep them safe. So naturally, she split them up. One son went somewhere, one son went to another family member. And the plan was that the family member would look after the son or the sons. Now, unbeknownst to her, one of the sons, whose name is Hussein... When he moved to the big city where somebody was meant to look after him, what happened next was the person who was meant to look after him sold him as someone who can be used as child labor. I think for those of you from where I'm from, like Nigeria, would recognize the term house boy. So, and then he was promised a good life and was put on a plane to the United Kingdom. When he got to the United Kingdom at the airport, the woman who was bringing him into the country said, this is your name. And she gave him a new name. And he was—he didn't understand, but she said, no, this is your new name. So he took that name. Young man, nine years old. I doubt there'd be much problem getting through immigration. They sailed through immigration and they got to London. And then when they got there, all of a sudden, he realized he wasn't treated equally with the rest of the kids who he came with because the other two kids who came with him were the woman's actual children. He wasn't her child, but he was brought in under a different name and he was made to do all the chores in the house, to wash plates, to cook, to wash clothes. Labor in effect, child labor. And not with any bit of love. It was child labor. Anyway, he moved forward a bit and then he realizes, okay, he's smart enough to know he wants to go to school. So he goes to school. But at school, obviously, a child who's away from his family is being mistreated, not loved, not well kept or well kept. He obviously start to misbehave. So he started to misbehave in school, started to get into trouble. But. It turns out he had a gift and his gift was running. It was athletics. He would run and run and he would always win the competitions. So the PE teacher took a liking to him and the PE teacher said, whenever the other teachers complained about Hussein and said, he's a naughty boy, he's always in trouble. The PE teacher said, I don't recognize this boy because in PE, he's determined, he's focused. He's alert. He excels. So anyway, it got to a point, the boy started to feel like he couldn't cope with this change of identity. And bear in mind at nine years old, when you're given a new name, you just know your name isn't your name. And I think the trauma of having to be a servant as well in the household, didn't help as well. So ultimately, he went to the teacher and said, Who, my name that you know me as in school, because remember, he's not going by the name Hussein in school. He's going by the name he entered the United Kingdom with. The name you know me as isn't my name. This is my real name. And I'm being maltreated at home, I'm made to be a servant, and it caused a whole lot of drama. The school got involved, social services, and for those of you who are not familiar with that term, social services is basically this department of government that is responsible for the well-being of the family, children especially, child services. Very quickly... They said, this is not good enough. This boy is being maltreated. He's not being fed well. He doesn't brush his teeth. He doesn't bath. And immediately they were going to move him away from that family. But there was someone else, a sister-in-law to the woman who'd been looking after him. She raised her hand up and said, I'll look after him. I'll raise him. I'll look after him. I think she felt a bit of compassion for him. So she took him in and she looked after him. And for a while, things settled down in his life. Academically and on the sporting side, he started to rise. Because now that his home life is settled, he began to rise as an athlete. He started to win competition upon competition upon competition and was becoming a national star until it was time for him to go represent United Kingdom in Oslo in Norway. I think if I'm if my memory serves me correctly. At this time, it turns out, okay, you don't have a passport. You're not a British citizen. We need to get you some papers. And then it turns out the name he came into the country with is not his name. But somehow they figured it out and they made it work. He had the gift. He had something to offer. And when you have something to offer people will always make allowances for you. When you have something intangible, when you have a gift, when you have something that makes a difference in a way that nobody can compare, nobody can deliver, they will always make a way for you. You see, the law is the law. The process is the process. But when there needs to be an exception, trust me, they will make an exception. And it's probably time, good time for me to pivot, to say for all of you, It doesn't matter where you are and what you do. Try not to think of impossibility a lot. Try not to think this is impossible. This can't happen. The reality of the matter is, if you are exceptionally good, exceptionally good in such a way that you are distinctly better than everyone else, that means you have a gift or an offering that nobody can can match. And that means somebody wants what you have. And that somebody would go to any length, virtually any length, as long as it's not illegal. And even that is questionable to have you on side and take advantage of what you have. And because this boy could run and they could see Olympic potential, the opportunity to put United Kingdom on the map as one of the top long distance running countries, a passport emerged for him. And so... He started running, he became successful and in the Olympics that was held in London, he became the world record, the world champion of long distance. I think it's a 10K run, the 10,000 meters run and probably the marathon as well, but he won and everybody celebrated. You're all probably thinking, I've never heard of this Hussein. It's because you haven't. The story I just told you is the story of a man called Mofara. Mofara came out about a month ago to confess and said, you all know me as Mofara, but my real name is Hussein Kain." We were all shocked. Most of us were shocked anyway, although some people who are familiar with the challenges it takes for immigrants to make it into this country We're not so shocked because we could immediately see how possible it was. But nevertheless, that somebody of that magnitude that achieved so much had this story behind him. This amazing story of child labor, of coming under a different name, of overcoming challenges and coming with this name to become who he is astounded the whole country. When I listened to that story, on many levels, it touched me. On many levels, I was moved by it. And then the more I reflected on it, I just realized there are lessons all over the place in this story. Many of you are not in the same situation. Some of us, some people may be, some of us may not. But a lot of people, most people are in, the, in whichever country you are in. You are there legitimately. You don't have to use a fake identity. Some people are, some people aren't. But that's not the point of the story. The lesson is the story is on many levels. The first one is probably this. When he was speaking to, he was trying to piece his history together and he spoke to the woman who who looked after him after he left the family that brought him into the United Kingdom. And after she said everything, she said to him, Mofara is your blessing. Mofara is a gift. And the reason why she said that was that if he did not come into the United Kingdom as Mofara, he would probably still be in Somaliland. And there's a chance, a strong chance, he would not be who he is today. He would not have the success he has today. So the first lesson in all of this is regardless of your situation where you are, of how you got to where you are. The very place you are today is a stepping stone to where you want to be. It's a stepping stone to the thing you can become. It's a stepping stone to your greatness. Do not mock where you are today or what you've gone through because it is that very thing that shapes you, that contributes to you. I always tell people like Coach, and when I write to my blogs and when I talk to people, one of the things I always say is this, and it goes for you as well. Your life is a book, a book of chapters and every chapter depends on the chapter before. If you weren't born, you wouldn't exist. And if you weren't born, you wouldn't be able to walk. And if you can't walk, you can't run. And if you can't run, you can't move about. So everything that happens kind of builds on the other. Your sorrows, your joys, your happiness, your success, your failures, they all build into this interwoven tapestry that makes you become who you are. So never mock the days of humble beginnings of what you've come through because like Mufara, the fact that he came in this way ended up being the key to him becoming who he was meant to be. A multimillionaire, successful, world known athlete. That's the thing. The second thing is your gift is what will make way for you. I spoke about this earlier. Because he was so talented, they built the rules. They did what they can to make him a British national. Because ordinarily, this should be really, really difficult to do. A person with no True proof of how they got into the country was given a passport, was allowed to represent the country, in effect, become an ambassador for the United Kingdom. When you see runners, you see on their chest the big banner that says GBR with their running number, in effect, becoming an ambassador for the country. He ran for the country and because of his gift, because of his talent, it made the way for him. For a lot of us, sometimes we cannot figure out a way of our predicament. The way out of a predicament is truly and is usually inside you. The very gift, the very talent, the very thing you have, that when you do it, nobody can quite do it like you, It's a thing that would open doors for you and cause people to bend the rules if they have to, to give you an opportunity to shine and give you what they have and reward you handsomely for it. And the third thing is also this. Your name. When you are successful, it doesn't matter what your name is. I often think of this basketballer called Giannis Aditokumbo, but because he grew up in Greece and they don't pronounce it like that, he's called Giannis Atentokumpo. It is a tongue twister, especially for Americans when they call him. But because of his success as a basketballer, one of the greatest basketballers in the world today, and probably will go down as one of the greatest basketballers in history, people call his name. So for most of us, and for a lot of people who are immigrants, who've moved from different, from Africa, from other countries, to move to a certain country to make a way, sometimes your name can make you uncomfortable. The reality is when you become successful, they will pronounce your name. When you become, your, become successful, they will want to associate with you. And the same goes for Mofara. The fact that he came out and said, my name is, um, is Hussein abdul Kahin," number one, they said, okay, that's fine. Although we still know you as Mofara. But secondly, because the United Kingdom as a country had attached itself to Mofara, they had made him an ambassador inadvertently by making him represent the country as a runner. He had given them so much joy. They were invested in his success as much as he was in his own success. It was to nobody's benefit to investigate what happened. Instead, they claimed him and they accepted him and they had no problem. The British government released a statement saying there is no further investigation into this. Now imagine if it was some no-name person who came out had come into this country under a different name. Chances are he'd have been re- deported to a different country in Rwanda or back to Somalia by now. But when you are successful, everybody wants a part of you. But the reality is that this also goes for all of us in our everyday life. When you become successful, when you stand for something that adds value to everyone, everybody wants a piece of you. No success has many fathers. When you are a success you end up having many fathers, many mothers. And that's the other thing. When you're successful, people want a piece of you. And that's the amazing thing and the beautiful thing of this story. There are so many parts of this story that are interesting and I found fascinating. These are the lessons I picked out. If there are any other lessons you picked out, feel free to post them to me and I'll mention them in my next internet podcast or put it in the chat box if you are watching the video. Hussein Kahin. we don't know, but Mufara, we all know, world champion, and we salute him. I hope you enjoyed that. Make a big segue. The book I have been reading this month, so far this week, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. It's a fascinating topic, a title, and it links in quite nicely with... Mufara, but I don't want to talk about on that anymore. I think what they're saying is that the very thing that is standing in your way to success is the way that will get you there. If you have a bad habit that you can't, that you're struggling to overcome, it is by overcoming that bad habit that you become successful. So anything that is a challenge to you, it is by overcoming that very thing that you become successful. It's a fascinating book. I definitely recommend it. And it's one I'm enjoying because some good news I have to share. I am beginning to write, start writing one of the books I've always said I'll write. It's going to be a small book. It's a book I'm probably going to give away for the first few weeks. I'll give it away free just because you guys have been with me on the journey, guys and girls. So that will be coming soon. So look out for that. But that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast, it was an interesting one. It's one that's a real life story and it, it touches a lot of us in so many ways. But the lesson is always there. Your gift will make a way for you. The question is, how do you identify your gift? I'll be talking about, over, talking about that over the next few weeks. The second one is, the place you are today is what will make a way for you to become what you are destined to be. Whatever you are doing today fits into the story of who you are meant to become. And number three, your name. When you are successful, everybody wants a part of your name. And that name that you're successful with is what everybody wants a part of. I hope you've enjoyed this week. Go out there, live life to the max, excel in your gift and talent, smash whatever it is you do. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I will encourage you, please, please, please try to like it, subscribe to the channel if you're watching on YouTube or subscribe on Apple podcasts, share it with your friends, leave some great reviews on us. And I look forward to having you next week as next week I touch on another. Super story that got me all emotional when I thought about it. It made me cry for a second. I won't share much stories about it, but it's linked to athletics again for those of you who know about it. But with that said, go into the week. Have a great week. Get unleashed and stay unleashed.